1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is brought to you every Sunday morning at this hour by USA Wealth Group. And I want to tell you a little story this morning as we begin. Um, a few years ago, I had a gentleman who stopped in my office. Um, he just walked in, didn't have an appointment, didn't have any prior relationship. And he said, I'm interested in having somebody review this paperwork. I'm looking at applying for a reverse mortgage with this company out of Pennsylvania. And I really don't know what I'm doing. And could you take a look at it? So I met with him. I sat down and looked at it. And long story short, I discovered that this man had just retired, that he didn't have any pension, didn't have any IRA account. He had a house that was fully paid off, and he had no money to support himself except an $800 a month check from Social Security. It simply wasn't going to be enough money to support him in retirement. So he was looking at a reverse mortgage. Well, we actually helped him. We referred him to some colleagues in Fall River who helped put together a reverse mortgage for him. And he had to use part of the money to take care of some repairs on the house because it needed a little bit of repair work. But then after that, it provides a complete line of credit and he can draw money to supplement his Social Security. So it gave him financial stability and it gave him the ability to stay in his own house. And that's one of the first cases when I started to really look at reverse mortgages and realize how powerful they can be. It's not necessarily something for everybody, but if you've ever had questions about reverse mortgages and what are they, what are the good points, what are the bad points, what do they cost, today we're going to talk all about that subject. And I'd like to begin by, first of all, welcoming my uh, colleague, uh, my partner in life, uh, attorney Tenny Lance. So good morning, Tenny. Good morning. I'm glad to be with you on this Sunday morning. And that's probably the nicest thing I'll say about you during this hour. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd also like to welcome uh, Mr. Timothy Bradford, Tim Bradford. He's the branch manager of a company called East Coast Capital. They do residential and commercial financing. And Tim, I'm not sure if it's appropriate to use the word expert or not, but I'm going to say because um, I'm not sure how we describe experts, but you are certainly one of the most knowledgeable people that I've ever met on the subject of reverse mortgages. So welcome to MoneyWise. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Ray. It's great to be here. And having done them for the last 16 or so years uh, exclusively, um, I feel like you are correct. that I am probably one of the most well-versed out there in this area. So nobody likes to call themselves an expert, but I'll call you an expert. So Tim knows a great deal and a lot about reverse mortgages. So let's ask the simple question, what is a reverse mortgage, Tim? Well, simply put, a reverse mortgage uh, is a mortgage like any other with some really special uh, facets to it. Um, we can thank uh, the great Ronald Reagan for signing the bill into law back in 1989 that created the reverse mortgage program. I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, FHA created this program with the forethought that the cost of living was rising and retiring seniors were going to need to supplement their income and their retirement, and they created this program to help do that. So what a reverse mortgage allows you to do is to tap into the equity in your home, 
uh, and use that equity as cash, whether it's uh, a lump sum distribution, a monthly check, or creating a line of credit. Uh, the benefit of the reverse mortgage is that regardless of how much you use or don't use that's made available to you, you're not going to be responsible to make any monthly mortgage payments. Mm-hmm. So it's a way that you can use the equity in your house. So I guess the first thing is you would have to have equity value in your house, wouldn't you? That is one of the first things that we would look at. You need to have sufficient equity to qualify for the program. Okay. But it's a way of using the equity in your house, whether you have a small mortgage or no mortgage, to be able to help support you, particularly in retirement. Absolutely. We work with folks who have large mortgages to pay off, and we can help do that and eliminate that monthly mortgage payment by extinguishing that current mortgage that they have. And some folks have no mortgage at all and just would like to establish the line of credit and draw a monthly check on the money that's available to them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even have it there as an emergency. If all of a sudden they needed money, they could draw down on the line of credit. We certainly have a lot of people who like to know they have access to funds for any unforeseen expenses or emergencies down the line. So I guess if you think about it, if you, uh, let's say you're retired, let's say you're over the age of 62, you have to be at least 62 to apply for a reverse mortgage, right? That is the qualifying age, yes. Okay. So if you're at least 62 and maybe you're retired, you might have um, pension income coming in, you might have social security income coming in or other sources, but it might not be quite enough if you're still making a mortgage payment. Correct. So I guess the other thing that would happen is, let's say you retired and you had no mortgage at all in your house, and you said, well, I'll just go down to my local bank and apply for a mortgage. You might not qualify for a traditional regular kind of mortgage or even a regular equity line of credit because the bank is going to want to know, number one, what's the value of your house? Do you have equity in the house? Next, they're going to want to know, do you have the ability to repay the mortgage loan? Correct. And you have to have a credit, uh, you know, a particular credit score and all that sort of stuff. You have to have reasonable credit. But if you can't demonstrate to the bank that you've got enough income coming in to make a mortgage payment, they're not going to loan you the money in the first place, are they? A responsible bank wouldn't. So, so that would ha- what it means basically is when you do retire and you no longer have as much income coming in because you're not really working on a full-time basis any longer, you may not meet the basic qualifications to get a traditional mortgage. And the second thing is even if you did uh, qualify to get a traditional mortgage, uh, you still have to make monthly payments on it. That is true. And that might not fit onto your budget. Exactly. So what the reverse mortgage does then, I guess, is it allows you to use the equity in your house, take out a loan or an equity line, but you don't necessarily have to make any payments back. Yeah, the payments are actually made at the end when the home is either sold by the owner themselves or by their heirs after they've passed away. Okay. I want to come back to that particular point in a couple minutes. So, Tim, you've been doing uh, reverse mortgages for quite a long time. Um, I know that they've had um, a good reputation. I know they've had a bad reputation because a lot of people, they talk to their neighbor and they don't understand what they're all about. Um, I can tell you personally that the cases that I've been involved with over years where we referred cases to your office, for example, um, I always tell people if they – 
start to raise objections. Every single case that we've ever seen with a reverse mortgage has a success story behind it of some kind or another. Like this gentleman that I talked about at the beginning of the show, his only option when he retired with one Social Security check was that he was going to have to sell his house and go live someplace else. So the reverse mortgage gave him the ability to stay in the house. Um, Tenny, I want to come back to you for a minute. Um, You have a special license called a uh, MLO, Mortgage Loan Originators License, right? I do. And so amongst other things, you are also somebody who is allowed to originate a mortgage loan application. Yes. Okay. So that's important for people to know as well that – when you want to apply for a reverse mortgage, you have to work with somebody who's licensed and who has the credentials to be able to do a reverse mortgage. Now, Tim, I know that you're the branch manager of uh, East Coast Capital, which is uh, based in Fall River, but you're also a licensed mortgage loan originator. I am. I am. So you both have licenses. You can you can produce them. Um, I've chosen not to go for a license in that direction. Uh, because I have too many other things on my plate. But you have to, first of all, work with somebody who's licensed and um, you know, give Tenny a call if you have a, a question. Tenny, let's, let's put in a little bit of information about how people can learn more about doing reverse mortgages. You're going to be doing some conferences with Tim, Tim Bradford, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yes, we have a couple of workshops coming up that people in our audience might be interested in. They are dated July 25th and July 27th. That's a Thursday evening at 6.30 and a Saturday morning at 10. The Thursday evening will be at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven, where we've done a lot of workshops. And the one on Saturday will be at our offices on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. So if you have any questions about uh, reverse mortgages, how they work, why they're good, uh, what uh, overcomes their past bad reputation, for example. We're going to be talking about a whole range of issues relating to these reverse mortgages. So give our office a call if you'd like to attend one of these. Our phone number is 508-998-8800. And we do ask that you call and reserve a space so we'll have enough space for you. So let me come back to Tim Bradford. Tim, I know one of the misconceptions that people have had in the past is if you do a reverse mortgage, the bank owns your house. Is that true? I hear that all the time, uh, and it is absolutely incorrect. You remain on title indeed. You continue to own your home. There will be a mortgage placed on your property, just like with any type of mortgage. Your mm-hmm. home is the collateral for that mortgage. It's just that the terms of this particular mortgage are much friendlier to the consumer than your traditional 30-year fixed uh, monthly mortgage payment mortgage. So you continue to own the home, you remain on title indeed, and uh, that will never change. I think what you just said is very important, that it's a friendlier mortgage than a typical uh, uh, payoff mortgage. Um, People don't really understand that. Well, sometimes in the past there's been a joke you'll say to somebody, Gee, I see you just bought a new house. And he said, yeah, I own it along with the bank. Well, the bank doesn't technically own your house even when you do a traditional forward mortgage, they call it. And the bank doesn't own your house either when you do a reverse mortgage. You retain title to your own house. Correct. That's misconception number one. 
misconception number one. So we're going to talk about some of those today. So let's talk about some of the qualifying requirements. Um, so first of all, you have to have some equity in your house. You do need to have sufficient equity. Uh, depending upon your age and interest rates, you will qualify for a certain percentage of your home's value. Okay. So what if you have two houses and you want to put a reverse mortgage on the house that you don't live in? Can you do that? You cannot do that. You can only get a reverse mortgage on your primary residence. Okay. So it has to be your house that you live in um, and um, has to be a primary residence. You have to be at least 62 years of age and you have to have some equity. That's correct. It also needs to be either a single family home. It can be a multifamily up to a four-unit or an FHA-approved condominium. Okay, so it can be a condo as well. Um, uh, are there any challenges if you live in a condominium and you want to do a reverse mortgage? Well, there can be, and we can help you overcome those challenges. You, they do need to be approved on the FHA list of approved condominiums. They want to make sure the condo association is carrying appropriate insurances and whatnot. Okay. Um, and that application is... is Somewhat challenging, but we do them. Uh, but other than that, no. You Most condominium complexes are on the FHA-approved list, and so there really is no additional challenge unless you're not. Right. For a while, uh, Tenny, you and I lived in a condominium which did not have that magic FHA language in it, and therefore you could not do a reverse mortgage on that condominium. Right, and there were misconceptions about why they didn't want to have uh, FHA. Uh, insurance uh, that they might be rented and all those sorts of things, but that uh, those were all misconceptions. There were also some prejudices. They they said, well, if we allow reverse mortgages in this condominium complex, we're going to have low income people in there. This is sort of a high end condo complex, but that's not the case either, because you don't have to be in any particular income bracket, do you, to get a reverse mortgage? You do not. You do need to have sufficient income to continue to pay your homeowner's insurance and real estate taxes, and we will do a light check on your income to make sure that you're not going to run into any challenges there. But other than that, we see folks from all walks of life, uh, all eco-socioeconomic statuses uh, getting reverse mortgages, whether you living on, are living on Social Security or have a million-dollar pension, a reverse mortgage might be an appropriate tool for you to utilize. All right, so let me just probe into that question a little bit further, Tim. We're talking with Tim Bradford, who's the branch manager of East Coast Capital and attorney Tenny Lance, and they're both licensed mortgage loan originators. Um, we hope that you can learn something important today about reverse mortgages. But um, one of the things you just mentioned, Tim, made me think about something. Could a person who has a lot of money and maybe no mortgage on their house, is it maybe – uh, useful or helpful for them to even apply for a reverse mortgage? I would say probably half the folks that we are taking applications with have no mortgage. Okay. Um, they have limited income. Okay. Uh, they are what we call uh, house rich and cash poor. Mm -hmm. And this program allows that person to go ahead and tap into the equity of their home, use that money that's available as they see fit, when they see fit. And again, the big benefit is Regardless of how much you use or don't use, you're not responsible to make any monthly mortgage payments. Okay. You know, one of the things I've often told people as they're getting closer to retirement, um, I've said to them, you know what, when you actually retire, your income is going to be significantly reduced. 
And if you have any thoughts about getting a home equity line or something of that nature uh, for an emergency, you may not qualify after you retire. So I've told a number of people over the years, when you're getting closer to retirement, maybe you ought to think about putting an equity line on your house while you still qualify for it economically and financially and from an income point of view. But they could do the same thing with a reverse mortgage, couldn't they? And I would recommend the reverse mortgage as well. Um, We have seen a lot of folks who have exercised that strategy and gotten a home equity loan, a traditional home equity loan. And what eventually happens 10 or 15 years down the line when that home equity loan recasts and it's no longer an interest-only mortgage payment, it becomes a principal and interest payment amortized over 20 years, all of a sudden that $200 a month mortgage payment is a $1,500 a month mortgage payment and people are in a tough spot. They'll come to us and we will get a reverse mortgage for them and pay off that home equity equity line. You know, that's a really good point. I want to just explain or ask you uh, what does it mean when the loan recasts. So typically when you take out a home equity line of credit, um, it's for a very limited term and it's usually like 10 years. And what they want to do is they want you to pay off that home equity line within 10 years. And if you don't have the resources, you could end up having to refinance the house. And if you don't have the income any longer to qualify for a regular mortgage to refinance it, you could be in a pickle. So a reverse mortgage could be a way to pay off the home equity line at that point. It's much more secure. You're never going to put your home at risk for not being able to make a monthly mortgage payment with the reverse mortgage because you're not responsible for any monthly mortgage payments. You are responsible to pay your real estate taxes and your homeowner's insurance, but that's true with any mortgage that's out there. Mm. So I'm I'm doing some retirement planning right now with a client um, who lives in our area, and she has to do some repairs on her house, and she does have a mortgage that's probably equal to about 40% of the total value of her house. But until she does some work on her house and cleans it out a little bit and things of that nature, I said, you're not going to get approved even for a reverse mortgage yet until you can do some fix-up and clean-out and so forth. So we're helping to do some of those things. And she has a very good pension, by the way, from the state of Massachusetts. But her real concern is she also has a very hefty regular first mortgage payment to make every month. And if she didn't have to pay the, the uh, regular mortgage payment, uh, she'd have a very comfortable retirement with her pension coming in. She'd be able to travel and do other things. So I said, we're going to do a step-by-step thing here, and we'll get a couple of things squared away. And then someplace down the line, it might be three or four months from now, then I'm going to recommend you apply for a reverse mortgage, pay off your current $200,000 first mortgage, and now you won't have a mortgage payment to pay. So it can really do a lot of good things, can't it? It can be a very effective tool in helping you sec- secure your financial freedom in retirement. Mm. Absolutely. Tendi, you've seen some cases over the years too, I know. And um, I, I had an interesting situation. Um, um, Wells Fargo was in the, Wells, uh, in the reverse mortgage business for a while. Um, Wells Fargo as an institution has had a lot of financial problems and they got out of the reverse mortgage business. They sold their whole business, I guess, to another company. And I had a lady who called up one day um, only from listening to the radio show. She's never been a client otherwise. And she got a letter. She called up the reverse mortgage company that's currently holding the reverse mortgage and said, you know, I'm 
concerned about Wells Fargo because they're no longer here. And they said, well, we recommend you ought to go out and go to a traditional bank and pay off your reverse mortgage. And she was scared, and she came in with her adult son. And I said, this is not a credible company that you're dealing with. Wells Fargo didn't do a good job for you in the past, but uh, this is a company that's just looking to take these old Wells Fargo mortgages and get rid of them. Um, We had one other client who was in the same situation and called. So if you happen to be getting confusing information from an old Wells Fargo mortgage company or a company of that nature, uh, give us a call or give Tim or Tenny a call, and we'd be happy to review it for you. But except for something like that, uh, reverse mortgages are really an excellent way to finance your retirement. And most companies um, are still in the business that got in the business, and you can do some really good things to survive retirement. But if you have any questions, uh, don't just talk to the company. Come and talk to us. We'll be happy to make sure you're getting correct answers. Um, Tim, could you uh, explain what fees are related to doing reverse mortgages and really how the process works? Sure. Well, there are your standard fees of, of any type of refinance transaction, which is what a reverse mortgage transaction is considered. It's considered a refinance you're going to have your standard closing costs, your origination fees and recording fees and title insurance and appraisal fees. Um, You're also going to have the FHA insurance. This is a 2% fee that is paid directly to the FHA, and it is this insurance which actually makes the program viable and work and guarantees to you that no matter what happens with the bank, like a Wells Fargo Mm -hmm. or any other bank out there, You will always have access to the funds that are available to you. You will never be responsible for a monthly mortgage payment, and you will always be able to stay in your home. Um, And that is the ultimate goal of the reverse mortgage. And this 2% fee that goes to the FHA goes into the the MMI fund, the mortgage uh, insurance fund, and it is there uh, in the event that things do go wrong. The FHA will take over your reverse mortgage and continue to make sure that all of these covenants are held true. So they are really standard uh, closing costs that you'd see on any type of mortgage along with that FHA uh, mortgage insurance. So pretty much if somebody was comparing a regular mortgage, taking out a regular mortgage, or taking out a reverse mortgage, they're going to have basically the same fees. And I think that's one of the misconceptions that I hear all the time is that Oh, reverse mortgages are so expensive. They're really bad. Well, it, it really depends on that 2% FHA fee. But other than that, yeah, you're looking at really standard closing costs. And we've been able to work with a lot of different customers and help defray some of those costs. Um, and we're always willing to go the extra mile there. But, you know, they can be expensive if you have a rather valuable home. But outside of that, you're your standard closing costs are what you're looking at. So you don't have to pay a monthly payment on the principal and the interest, but um, I guess if you chose to, you could pay the interest. Some people would, may choose to pay the interest only because they don't want the mortgage to continue to increase in value. And by the way, if you're not paying the principal and interest, then the interest, of course, will continue to add to the total payoff figure on the mortgage loan. But when the uh, numbers are done at the beginning of the application process, 
They also assume that the house is going to continue to appreciate in value and that there will always be equity in the house. Um, So it doesn't matter how long you live, you're not going to lose your house uh, with a reverse mortgage. That is correct. That that is what the insurance is there for. It it guarantees that as long as you live, you will be able to stay in this house and you pay your real estate taxes and your homeowner's insurance and those are your responsibilities – maintain the property as your primary residence. You real, will receive a monthly mortgage statement every month. Okay. It, it'll show you exactly how much interest was charged. And depending upon how much of your credit line you've used or not used, that, that number will vary. Uh, you can prepay in part or in full at any time with no penalty. We have a, a vast amount of customers who like to manage the balance of their reverse mortgage and make pa- payments when they want to. The beauty of that is if you have a particularly tight month and you don't have extra funds to make a payment, you're not putting yourself in any type of jeopardy. And, and that mortgage statement you get every month also shows you the amount of available credit you have. So Correct. if you had a sudden need or if you had a child who had a need and you wanted to pull money out to loan to a child or something of that nature, you could do, do so. Absolutely. There's an 800 number that uh, is on your statement, and uh, you would make a phone call to the bank and give them some security information, make your request, and they will generally direct deposit that money directly into your account or send you a physical check. The nice thing here is the FHA put a clause in the paperwork, and if the bank doesn't deliver this money to you within five business days, they pay you a 10% fee. So there's no shenanigans in getting this money over into your account. Good. Hmm. We're going to come back in just a couple minutes after a short break and talk about the process of counseling, and we're going to talk about um, a very interesting figure I have for you. I'm going to see if I can stump you and ask you, what is the number one city in the state of Massachusetts for doing reverse mortgages? So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. This morning we're talking about reverse mortgages and all the wonderful things about reverse mortgages that you may not know. So we're here talking with uh, Attorney Tenny Lance this morning and also with Tim Bradford from East Coast Capital located out of Fall River. Tim is the branch manager uh, for that organization. We've done a lot of work in the past, haven't we, Tim? We have. We've worked on many different cases together, helped a lot of different folks. Yep, and I think that's the important phrase, helped a lot of folks. We've done work with folks in Westport, Dartmouth, Somerset, Fall River, Marion, many, many towns and communities. Uh, we've done reverse mortgages. So here's my question I want to stump you with, Tim. I've already shown you the answer probably, but if you can read over my shoulder. What's the number one city in the state of Massachusetts for doing reverse mortgages? Well, if I had to venture a guess, I might say New Bedford. You're right. <laughs> uh, and that's followed by Worcester and then Springfield and then Brockton, Plymouth, Quincy. Fall River is number eight on the list of uh, reverse mortgages that have been done. That actually makes me feel good. That means that the people in New Bedford are enlightened. Smarter. And, uh, yeah, they're smarter. Yep. So, And this is brand new information. Um, I always do some research. So we said to do a reverse mortgage, you have to be 62 years of age or older. Um, if you were much older, let's say you were 75 or 85, you can do a reverse mortgage then also. There is no age restriction uh, just to be 62 or older. 
So if you are older and therefore closer to the time period when the loan might get paid off, um, do you get a higher percentage of equity value? Yes, this is the one of the benefits of being older is you actually get a, a larger percentage of your home's value made available to you. We actually did a reverse mortgage recently for a 99-year-old gentleman, and he wow. received about 80% of the equity that was available in his house. Wow, that's really interesting. Well, I know a number of people that uh, have done reverse mortgages, even if they haven't done them through my office. Um, I just realized, Tim, that I've been so interested in asking questions about this subject that I haven't given you any of my usual quotations today. (laughs) So George Burns once said, I was brought up to respect my elders, so now I don't have to respect anybody. (laughs) I like that. You know, I've said something similar. The older I get, um, I'm less inclined to hold my tongue when I want to say something. True. (laughs) You know, you can be agreeable without being enthusiastically agreeable, Tenny. Um, And George Burns also said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. And I believe in that always. Absolutely. I exercise almost every single day and do as much as I can. Um, So we've helped people in, as I said, a number of towns in the community, and I'm not going to go into all the stories about them, but um, we had a lady that was married um, uh, to a gentleman in Somerset. He died. Uh, he was very financially active during his lifetime. He was in, in the real estate business, but he didn't leave a lot of assets. And they had a something like a, a $300,000 mortgage on the house, and the house was worth you know six or $700,000. She didn't have the means to uh, pay the mortgage payment, and the bank actually started a foreclosure process on her. This is a true case in Somerset. The children were trying to figure out if they were going to collectively get together and make a mortgage payment every month. And, boy, that's a tough burden on the children also. So um, bottom line is we sat down with her and one of her children, and we helped her put through a reverse mortgage with your office and stopped the foreclosure, saved the house, paid off the mortgage, and now she can live in this really nice house that she has for the rest of her life with no mortgage payments. Let's talk to Tim about... um how does the process begin? Um, what would be the first step for people? Well, first and foremost, you want to make sure that you're getting good quality information from a trusted advisor. Uh, whether We always encourage our clients to involve other family members, accountants, attorneys, another trusted advisor, so we can sit down with them, go over their individual circumstance, and figure out whether or not their reverse mortgage is going to be a good solution for them. Once we identify the reverse mortgage as a good solution, the first step would be to talk to an FHA and HUD counseling agency. Now, they're there as a safeguard for the applicant. That's required in Massachusetts. That is required by Massachusetts. It is required to be a face-to-face counseling in Massachusetts. And this counselor doesn't work for any particular mortgage company. They're actually licensed through HUD and the FHA. And their job is to basically make sure that I've done my job and explained everything properly and that the borrower understands exactly what's going on. Once you have that HUD counseling completed, we would sign an application together. I would collect some information uh, from the applicants, driver's licenses, uh, photo IDs, and things of this nature. And we would order the appraisal. 
an FHA licensed appraiser would come to the house, take photos and measurements, uh, find comparable sales in the area, and establish the actual value of the home. And once we have that, we would simply go to the closing table. Um, once we review all the numbers with the customer after the appraisals come in, and uh, sign closing papers either at their home or at the attorney's office, wherever they feel most comfortable. You mentioned something interesting. I know that in the past, when you did this uh, counseling with a HUD-approved counselor, uh, you could do it on the telephone, but you now have to do it face-to-face with somebody, right? That is correct. It's an additional safeguard Massachusetts has put in place to ensure that the senior borrower is accurately counseled. Well, you folks are both honorable people. Hold that thought for one second. I want to give you a quotation from my friend Mark Twain. He said, do the right thing. It will gratify some people and astonish the rest. (laughs) That's how you have to act, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. Tim, how much is the counseling and when is it paid? The counseling is usually $125, and that can be paid at closing. It can be paid in front as well, but usually at closing. So that should not be a hindrance to moving forward with a reverse mortgage. It's not not going to be thousands of dollars. That is correct. That is correct. And we have a counselor in our area here in the south coast of Massachusetts that will make house calls. So in the event that an applicant can't get out to one of the HUD centers to be counseled, we can actually uh, help arrange uh, the counselor to go right to the home for counseling. Okay, and then obviously a title search is done. Um, so really the first step is you'd meet with somebody and put together an estimate of what they might be eligible to receive in a reverse mortgage. Yes. Then you start the application process. Then they would have to do the counseling. The counseling is required by the Attorney General's office in uh, Massachusetts. You know, Tim, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, there was an article in the uh, New Bedford Standard Times, just very recently, it was on Tuesday, July 9th, and it said uh, retirement is still very elusive for many people in the United States. And it says that um, only one quarter of Americans now say that they never plan to retire because they can't afford it. Right. So sometimes doing something like a reverse mortgage allows people to be able to retire. Absolutely. So uh, if anybody wants copies of any of this information, by the way, articles and things that we're talking about, please do so. I want to mention uh, to um, for Tenney and for Tim, Tim Bradford and Attorney Tenney Lance, that you're going to be doing some um, seminars coming up on uh, reverse mortgages, and it's about how to pay off debts, how to eliminate mortgage payments, um, pros and cons, are they safe, how, what do they cost, Um this is going to be on Thursday, July 25th at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven, 6.30 p.m., Thursday, July 25th, 6.30. And then also on Saturday, July 27th at 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's going to be at your conference room, Tenney, at 352 Fonts Corner Road at Lance Law. If you want to go to one of these conferences and learn more about reverse mortgages, what they can do and whether they might help you, uh, give a call to uh, Tenney's office, 508-998-8800, and tell them you'd like to register. It is important to make um, a reservation because they are going to be providing refreshments and so forth. And limited seating. And limited seating at the law office. Uh, Hampton Inn on Thursday night can accommodate more people in the seats. Um, so 
let's talk about what happens if somebody has a reverse mortgage on their house and they're living alone and they die. How does the reverse mortgage get paid off and when does it get paid off and so forth? Well, whoever is designated to inherit the property would inherit the property. So if it's the children, the adult children, um, the reverse mortgage company would be contacted and let known that uh, the last surviving borrower has passed away. Uh, you have six months to either sell the property, okay. refinance the property in, with a conventional mortgage if you'd like to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can apply for two additional 90-day extensions. Oh, that's so, good to know. So you can have up to a year to go ahead and make arrangements to sell the property. And, of course, in the unlikely event that you are what they call upside down in the property, if the children inherit the home mm-hmm. and the home's value has decreased and the reverse mortgage is balance is actually higher than what the value of the home is, the children are not responsible to pay that difference. The estate is not responsible to pay that difference. No other asset is responsible to pay that difference. That's part of that 2% FHA insurance that you paid in the beginning. In the unlikely event that you are upside down when you pass away, no one's responsible to pay that difference. The FHA will step in and pay that, and that is kind of what makes uh, the program work and not leave any headaches for any heirs. That's a really important point because I've had people before saying, well, I'm not sure I want my parent to do a reverse mortgage. I don't want to get stuck having to pay it later. That won't happen. That will not happen. That can't happen. Okay. Now, what happens? um, I know one of the requirements for a reverse mortgage is that after you've done this, you have to still live in the house as your primary residence. That is correct. What happens if you go to a nursing home and you're no longer there? Then that mortgage now should be paid off. If you are out of the home for 365 consecutive days, they would consider you permanently moved out. Each year, they send you a letter, and they ask you to check the box, yes or no, and the question is, is this still your primary residence? Mm-hmm. If you honestly can say, yes, it is, you check the box, yes, and send it back, and that is that. If you, you have to check the box, no, because you're in the nursing home for 365 days continuously out of the home, then that would trigger the repayment of the reverse mortgage, and you were heirs or your um Advisors would go ahead and either refinance the mortgage, place the house up for sale, or come up with another solution. Mm. But the the point is that even if somebody goes to a nursing home, they've got plenty of time to figure out a solution for selling the house and paying off that reverse mortgage. Absolutely. Once once the borrower becomes permanently moved out, then the same timelines apply. You would have six months to get the house on the market, and then an two additional 90-day extensions to make whatever arrangements need to be made. Okay. I think there's one other important point. So we've said that if you did a reverse mortgage and you pay off your existing mortgage, let's say, or you'd had no mortgage to begin with, and you pay the closing cost, but then you don't need the money right away. You don't have to take the money. And the interest is not accumulating on anything other than what you've actually drawn down. That's correct. The, the vast majority of the reverse mortgage applicants today will pay off some sort of debt, whether it's a home equity line or a mortgage or some credit cards or what have you, and then have a large chunk of the money that's available to them left over. Now, you don't have to take that money at the closing. The FHA has made it possible for you to keep it in a line of credit. Mm-hmm. and You can draw on that money as you see fit, when you see fit. Uh, you're not paying interest on that money. 
Uh, you don't pay interest on any of the money until you actually use it. And that credit line actually grows every year. They have put a mechanism in the reverse mortgage. Right now, the growth rate on the credit line is just under 5% a year. So if you established your reverse mortgage and had $100,000 in your line of credit, mm -hmm. after year one, you would have approximately $105,000. After year two, you'd have approximately $111,000. And that's without doing further appraisals or anything else. That is correct. This is a mechanism already inside the reverse mortgage that you have. They do this because they feel real estate values are going to continue to appreciate, and each year you're getting older, so you should have more available to you. Okay, that makes sense for a couple of reasons. So this morning we're talking with uh, Tim Bradford, who's the branch manager of East Coast Capital in Fall River, and attorney Tenny Lance. And as I've mentioned, they both have their mortgage loan originator licenses. They're both qualified to do this kind of work. Um, gosh, I still have a couple of other questions that I wanted to ask you, and uh, there was one of them in particular. Can, Can I you... ask a, Go ahead, Tenny. a question? Uh, Tim, what is the percentage uh, that of the value of your house that you could receive if you were 62? You already said if you were 90-something, you can receive up to 80%. But what's the lower level of that? Well, the younger borrowers get a much lower percentage. If you're 62, you could expect right around 50%, 48 to 50% of the value. And it goes up uh, as you age? It if does. you were a 75-year-old, you'd probably be at uh, 60% or something like that? 60 to 63%, I would say, yeah. Okay. I remember the question I wanted to ask you because I've seen this before many times. Um, one of the reasons that um, there were some problems years ago with reverse mortgages was because there were unscrupulous people at the time who would sit down with an older person, do a reverse mortgage, and take the money and then put it into an annuity contract. Yes. That's strictly prohibited today. You cannot do that any longer. So you can use the money from the reverse mortgage for almost any purpose that you need it to. You can use it for traveling, fixing up your house, uh, helping out somebody in your family that might need some financial help. What you're not supposed to do is take the money from the reverse mortgage and put it into another investment. It's, that is correct. Uh, there were some unscrupulous folks out there who took advantage of people, did some very bad things, and uh, there are safeguards now in place to make sure things like that do not happen again. So that doesn't happen anymore. In Massachusetts, it's especially tough on making sure that things are being handled correctly and properly. And, yes, they are. Uh, we do a lot of work in uh, USA Wealth Group on the retirement side of things, uh, helping people to take financial assets and put them into things like uh, deferred indexed annuities and, and so forth. Uh, every single application for an annuity contract now asks the question, does any part of this money come from a reverse mortgage? They want to be sure also. So the insurance companies want to make sure you're not borrowing money to put it into another investment, which is really the principle that we're trying to avoid here. Exactly. Um, I think something interesting that people may not know is that you can – uh, purchase a house with a reverse mortgage that that uh, if you are downsizing and you're selling your large house and buying a condo or, or something that is smaller, that you can, instead of going to a bank to get a regular mortgage on that new place, you can do it with a reverse mortgage. That is correct. It's uh, a relatively new program, uh, about seven or eight years old now. It's called the Reverse for Purchase Program. 
and it allows uh, senior applicants to purchase a new home, uh, use their reverse mortgage proceeds, and not have a monthly mortgage payment going forward in retirement. Uh, we've seen a lot of folks who have downsized and sold a larger, more expensive home and wanted to buy, let's say, a smaller, more manageable condominium uh, and not be burdened with any monthly mortgage payments and not use all the cash that they've just derived from the sale of their home to put into their new condo. Uh, this program allows you, again, depending upon your age, to put down about 30 to 40 percent We'll finance the rest of the purchase through the reverse mortgage, and you can live happily in your condominium without having any monthly mortgage payments. You know, I'm, I'm going to mention that if there happen to be any real estate brokers listening today, I bet many of them don't realize that um, you can buy a house using a reverse mortgage. It is becoming more and more popular. Uh, we have tried very hard to educate as many realtors as we can about the program. Uh, the real estate market here in our local area, as you guys I'm sure know, is what they call tight. There is not a lot of inventory out there, and it's getting more and more difficult to find uh, the house that you'd like. But this reverse for purchase program could put someone in the home that they would like, um, and without that monthly mortgage payment, it makes a big difference. And oh. it doesn't take a long time to get a reverse mortgage? Can you close in the usual period of time? We do. We close anywhere from 30 to 45 days typically. Our world record closing time is 17 days, and that was for a purchase. Um, <laughs> but they can take longer as well if there are trusts and different types of uh, legal documents that need to be reviewed. But your typical reverse mortgage would be 30 to 45 days. So I want to give you a quick actual story. I had a couple living in Fairhaven. Um, they had a house that was... Uh, Fairly valuable. It sold for half a million dollars, $500,000. They had a mortgage of $200,000 to pay off, and they were going to put, walk out of the closing with $300,000. They were going to then buy a house in another town, they did, uh, for $300,000. So their goal was they were going to end up with a house with no mortgage on it at all and pay cash for the new house. Uh, the only other retirement asset they had uh, this is a true story, is that a husband had one IRA account for $50,000, and they had two Social Security checks. So they didn't have a lot of cushion, and I said, let me show you a better way that you might want to think about doing this. Um, take only half the cash from the sale of your house, put $150,000 as a down payment on your new house, and do a reverse mortgage for $150,000. That's exactly what they did. So now they ended up with a brand-new house, newly constructed, $150,000 reverse mortgage to buy it. Which they, they didn't have to pay on. Which they didn't have to make any payments on. They used 150000 from the sale of the old house as their down payment, and they ended up with an extra $150,000, which they could then invest as a retirement account, and we helped them do that. Now they ended up with $200,000 in retirement assets. Much, much better solution. They were thrilled. And that's the power of the program. It yep. can really be a powerful tool in retirement. Well, um, again, a quick final reminder. Um, uh, Tim Bradford from East Coast Capital, uh, branch manager, and attorney Tenny Lance will be the uh, presenters on Thursday, July 25th at 6.30 p.m. at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven, uh, Thursday, July 25th. 
and also again on Saturday, July 27th at the offices of uh, Lance Law on 352 Fonts Corner Road. These are both programs to tell you and answer your question, tell you about reverse mortgages and answer your questions. Um, and if you want to make a reservation to attend, please give a call to 508-998-8800 and make a reservation. Tell the folks you heard about it on the radio. So, Tim, I want to say a special thank you to you. I think that what you do and what you have done is really important. Well, thank you very much. It's it, it allows people to stay in their house. It allows the heirs to still get all the equity when a parent dies. You don't lose your house. Um, and if you have interest, check it out. Tenny, thank you for being here. Thank you for all the effort that you put in and uh, studying and taking the courses and getting your own mortgage loan originator's license. Well, and we look forward to seeing people at these seminars because I'm convinced that reverse mortgages are the way to go. They're very important programs for the older community. Yeah, of all the cases that I've seen or been involved with, every single one of them has a success story. I've not seen any bad situation of somebody doing a reverse mortgage, so it's my recommendation as well. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, be nice to somebody today, and we'll see you next week on the radio.